0: Episode 9 of the Dogs of War podcast is brought to you by Zabo Apparel Company, a Cleveland-based, veteran-owned apparel company. Look, guys, if you want your Odell Beckham shirts, your dog check shirts, your Scottish Hammer shirts, any Cleveland sporting apparel, your military shirts, you have to check out Zabo. That's S-Z-A-B-O apparel.com. Also, while you're at it, fire up Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcasts, look up Dogs of War, that's this one, and subscribe and rate it. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us out. Let's go.
1: 18 seconds left. He's got the snap. Back to pass. Up in the pocket, shooting it long and deep, and it's picked up! They got it! Terrence Mitchell's got it! And it's all over here now! They can't take it away anymore! 11 seconds left to go! Mitchell takes the football! He's going to run!
0: Mike, Mike, one, two. We're hot. Live and hot. Sweet
1: victory Monday. Boy, does this feel good. This is unreal. Can we maybe be getting used to this, maybe? I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah. There every time I feel like I'm entitled to something happy as it pertains to Cleveland Browns fanship, I get reminded of why we suffer all the time, so I don't want to jinx anything. That's fair. But I do want to get used to this. Welcome, everyone, to
0: episode nine of the Dogs of War podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, with my co host, Raleigh. Here we are, fresh off a big whooping at Baltimore.
1: What did you do to celebrate your Victory Monday?
0: My Victory Monday? Well, I went to work. That was still uh, mandatory, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, me too. I guess the only thing that really differentiates it from other Mondays is that I'm no longer sad when I go in.
0: It's a great feeling. Wake up. Stress-free. I hope we have more of these coming up in the near future.
1: That may be the most impactful win this franchise has had in like 10 years. Statement win. Statement win. Not a fluke. Statement win. I I don't know if the casual fans or the bandwagon fans realize that if we lose that game by a lot or by a little, that could heavily change the outcome of the course of this season. If we would have gotten blown
0: out, I don't even want to think about what that would have done to – this franchise, this team, that would have been bad. But you Why know, are we even thinking about that? Yeah,
1: yeah. You know what we should think about is being number one in the AFC North division.
0: How about that? Even though we're 2-2 two and, two and so are the Ravens?
1: I cannot believe how stressful that was for an ass-beating of a game. The final score was 40-25, to 25 and it's like my heart was racing until the last probably four minutes.
0: Oh, you get no relief until the game's over. As Browns fans, we know that. Even with two minutes left, I said... I hate to be that guy. I hate that I still feel this way. I'm not trying to be negative. I just know from years and years of just terrible experience that I've seen this script a thousand times, and it could so easily flip.
1: Yeah, I was with my sister, and she said, oh, is this beat the Browser going to be number one in the division? When there were like eight minutes left, and I yelled at her from across the bar. You can't I came, jinx it like that. She was talking yeah. to somebody else. Like, no, after clock expires, we can talk about possibilities of what this means. Baker looked good. Baker looked good. The offensive line looked great. The play calling looked great. The defensive unit looked on lockdown. Yeah, the defense was still out three starters. The secondary. Corners. I tell you what, man. I feel like the, the starting secondary guys, they're going to have to work for their jobs because they've been lights out the past two games. They're playing their tails off. And that's why I almost don't want
0: to call them. Like, they're not really second stringers. Like, and the depth chart, yeah. But these guys have played and started in the NFL before. Yeah, it's
1: a depth thing. We got a depth problem. It's not a problem. It's a
0: blessing. It's a great problem to finally have. Demarius, welcome back. Came in real hot.
1: What did he do that was sweet? Sack. Oh, yeah, he did have that sack. He held on to Lamar he Jackson. came in flying. Held on for dear life. And Lamar went down.
0: So it was great to go in. Uh, we got the first ever score forty to twenty five in NFL history. Uh, yeah, the Lamar Jackson, who everyone had as a first ballot Hall of Famer after two weeks into the season, uh, went down yesterday.
1: Yeah, we uh, showed up to Baltimore. Not him, and, like injury wise. The team went down. Yeah, we showed up and gave him what for?
0: That was fantastic,
1: uh, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Mama, there go that man. Holy shit. Baker said. See what happens? Do you see what happens when when you give give that man the the ball? ball. Three touchdowns, 150 yards. Oh, and that breakaway touchdown. I think that was his second of the game. Second touchdown of the game. First breakaway of the season.
0: He now has two of the three longest touchdowns in Browns franchise history. Hey, people have been giving them shit. We've given them shit. Credit where due. That offensive line. That run does not happen without them.
1: Greg Robinson laid a beautiful block for Nick Chubb to clear that up, and then he just turned on the Jets.
0: Line played out of their mind. It looked great. You know was fun to watch? And I know people are like, well, OBJ only got targeted twice and didn't have any catches. If you notice, and if, you, if, it takes, if you watch the replay or just next time you're watching the game, I haven't really appreciated this enough yet. When OBJ is on the field – Two or three defenders are trailing him at all times.
1: Yeah, they're hovering around So them.
0: the damage he does, just being out there, opens up so many possibilities for the rest of our offense. Seal Team Jones. How about our tight end?
1: I immediately picked him up in two of my fantasy leagues. Filling in for Mr. Najoku while he comes back from injury. Guys like him are going to thrive when guys like Odell are on the field. Oh, I can't forget about Landry.
0: We've never had this many weapons in my lifetime. And, yes, no, absolutely cannot forget about Landry. First of all, uh, please get better soon. He left with a concussion.
1: Yeah, Landry, eight receptions, 160 yards, 167 yards. I believe that was a career high for him. And he just, whenever Baker needed to find him, he did. It was beautiful. Hell of a game for him. Just in general, the offense, they just meshed. Simple little plays. The play calling went back to what we were doing last year at the end of the year. What worked? Get the ball out of Baker's hands and let our guys feast.
0: Freddie went back to what he's good at, what he knows. It just looked like last year's offense at the end of the year. Do not mistake that for Hughes' offense. The second half offense. Um, But credit where due, uh, Munkin, Wilks, Freddie, those guys are – Having a hell of a year so far, just especially just from an improvement standpoint, week over week, you just see huge improvement game to game.
1: And Freddie, uh, I looked at his post-game locker room speech. He said, boys, this only matters if we build on it. Other than that, it's a hell of a win, a divisional win. Let's go. What I like the
0: most about Freddie's comments after the game is that after every game so far, he keeps saying, yeah, like, big deal. We want a game, like we have we haven't done anything
1: yet, a uh, dude, I would be patting myself on the back so hard in front of the national media, but I'm not as much of a man as Freddie Kitchens. I'm not a humble down to earth southern Alabama boy turning this franchise around in and outside of the locker room. I'm just a podcast guy with a Instagram account, so we came out victorious.
0: It is a great feeling to stomp the Ravens in their house by the way nonetheless how about we play a quick song to celebrate victory monday a long overdue
1: victory monday
0: celebratory song cue it up
2: stars that guide us towards salvation I stopped in old man mealy loved
0: hoping to find some old forgotten words or ancient
2: melodies
0: he talked to me as if to say listen boy they're going all the way I don't want to spend a ton of time on this, but I want to address it a little bit. The past week or two, with this Rex Ryan nonsense, with everyone in the media saying that Baker and the Browns are are overhyped and overrated, when have you seen Baker, Odell, Jarvis, Freddie, anyone get up on the podium anywhere on social media and say, yep, guarantee we're going to be a 12-win team, 14-win team, Super Bowl bound, no doubt. All they have said is their goal is to compete for championships. Their goal is to wear that gold jacket at the end of their career. OBJ always says that. When you have Odell Beckham, one of the biggest stars in sports, come to the Cleveland Browns via trade to play with his best friend that they make all these stories out of and bring it up every five minutes. When you have Baker Mayfield, a loud, outspoken quarterback, second year in the league, tons of attention around him. When you have a first-year coach around Freddie Kitchens, The media made all this hype. It's natural hype from all these different storylines that are coming into the Browns right now. But then when that keeps building up and going and going, now you have people like Rex Ryan, all these other media folks saying, oh, they're overhyped, they're overrated. You as the media are the ones that made all this hype. You built all of this up yourselves over the summer into this year. No one on the Browns did that. They're saying exactly what they're supposed to be saying. They're out here to compete. They're out here to go after championships. But the hype and all this overrated stuff is complete nonsense. It was completely manufactured by all the coverage the media put on the team, all the nonsense they were putting out. What else do you want the guys to do, the team to do?
1: Yeah, and building on that, if any of you listen – Happen to own or operate a Browns-specific meme account that is contributing to this hype in any way? Shame on you! Amen. I will say
0: credit where due. Obviously, I'm Team Baker, Team Browns forever. But the fact that when Baker got asked, you know, about Rex, and he said, "If you're not in brown and orange, you don't matter," and then when Rex Ryan went on ESPN the next day wearing a brown suit and an orange tie, that's great. Yeah. yeah C- gotta- credit where due. That that's that's well done.
1: Yeah. yeah. T- I tip the hat there. Did you see the picture of, let me describe this picture. It's a image of Nick Chubb on the breakaway run. He's got the football. He is breaking away. You see in the background, the entire stadium in Baltimore, they look defeated. They look crushed. Chubb has the look of a guy with the eye of the tiger as described by Apollo Creed and Rocky Absolutely. two, three, just Rocky three. And then in the background, you see Baker frolicking with his hands out like he's on, like he is uh, Rose on the front of the Titanic in that one movie about one the Titanic. One of the best pictures of all time. It is iconic. Somebody out there, if you want to get a tattoo that you're going to regret later in life, that's a kick-ass, get that somehow. Like your whole back. Yeah. But that, I don't know how you're
0: going to beat that picture this season. That's, that's, it's iconic. It will be like the defining picture of the Brown season regardless.
1: That was classic. If somebody can convert that into some kind of a flag, I will fly that above my house.
0: It's not a bad idea, actually. We'll talk about that offline. Maybe uh, we need to do something with that picture. Get some merch going. Absolutely. All that being said, I had to address the media thing, get it off my chest. Just the fact that they're the ones that have made all this hype and put all this attention on the team, and then all of a sudden they're saying that the Browns are overrated and overhyped when it's not us doing any of the overhyping it's, it's not the this
1: podcast. It's definitely um, not this podcast. No, 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 no. It's not my Instagram account. That's no, for sure. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Good job, Kevin. That'll take the media down a peg or two. How about
0: we go into our friends, our comrades from the
1: municipal parking lot? Let's play the Muni lot payphone. Let's do it.
0: Browns victory Monday. Berkeley, Michigan, only one repping the Browns flag on the block. That's how we do it, dogtown baby. baby. Man, it feels good to fucking win. Uh, Sorry for my language. I don't know if you can use it now. But, man, did I want to beat them in Baltimore. They, you know, came out with the win last year. This was like a beautiful, beautiful revenge game. It was just amazing to see. And only one sack after all these sacks, the O-line came through. Good day, man. It's been good. Good victory Monday. First victory Monday in a while. Go Browns.
1: How about that brawl? <laughs> that was insane. That came out of nowhere. And Odell literally got choked out. He's being choked out on the ground while the ref was staring at him. That's the same guy. That's the same ref from last year when Baker took
0: that headshot that said he's an eligible receiver or eligible, whatever it was. He was like, he's allowed to get hit in the head. Remember uh, last year? God, that guy should be. It's the same ref.
1: There's got to be some crime guy off the field. Browns. There's got to be some crime off the field that that guy could be charged with as being an accomplice for. He, he was literally staring at Odell on his back, being choked out, and didn't do anything. And oh, then the, New York reviewed it and said nothing needed to be done. Like, what the hell is wrong with everyone? That ref is not a big fan of the Browns. That's most refs, but he's particularly not a fan of the Browns.
0: But again, we walked out of there with a victory, and now coming up, back on Monday night football again. We are getting spoiled with these primetime
1: games. I don't even know if I want to use the term spoiled. I hate primetime games, dude. I decided the whole country watching. I decided I I want my games at one o'clock eastern time we rip the band-aid off it's either a win in which case i'm celebrating through next sunday or to the beginning of next sunday's game or it's a crucial or a devastating loss that i have to limp through the week with until i get my mojo back by wednesday or so
0: i want to be in pacific time just once and know what it's like to watch sports out there i don't think they care dude like a 10 a.m game that's insane
1: yeah, I really nuts like I rolled done by,
0: like, lunch. I mean, whatever. But a week from tonight, Monday Night Football, we are at San Francisco to play Jimmy G and the 49ers. If they're actually a good team, remains to be seen. They're I mean, uh, on a bye week, just coming off their bye week, so they have had, you know, two weeks to rest up. Uh, it'll be interesting. They're favored right now, three and a half, the yeah, 49ers are.
1: I mean, their record shows like they're a pretty good team. They're off to a good start. So I'm about to interview... One of my oldest, closest Internet meme friends, <laughs> my guy at Nacho Flacco, and he's also a 49ers fan, so we want to get the lowdown on what to expect for this game coming up on Monday night. Let's get into it.: I am joined by my oldest, most powerful Instagram meme account friend, Nacho Flacco. Not Joe, how are we doing?
2: We're good. We're a little nervous about this weekend. I'm not going to lie. We're a little, a little nervous about Monday.
1: That's what I like to hear. The Browns spread fear to all of their opponents. That's where we want to be as a franchise and just hope we don't screw it up once we finally get there. Joe, how did you get the name Not Joe Flacco for your Instagram account?
2: So I uh, started a YouTube page about a year ago and didn't know what to call it. I was running under the name Stupid NFL Means for about a year or two years. And then people on the YouTube were like, you look like Joe Flacco. I didn't see it. I'd only ever had one, one buddy tell me that I looked like Joe Flacco. And he's actually a a Cleveland fan, a Brownies fan. And, um, and then, but then the YouTube thing, like, dude, you look like Joe Flacco. And then I started my YouTube videos with, I am not Joe Flacco. (laughs) Um, And that was kind of like my, like, my sign on for all my youtube videos yeah hey,
1: i think it's iconic and to be clear not joe flacco is also not a ravens fan he is a 49ers fan who lives in sunny san diego he is going to the browns niners game that's coming up this monday before we get into that joe how do you know so many browns fans you live in california
2: you you may know this you may not but uh, a lot of people that live in Ohio don't like Ohio and they they bring their brown they bring their Browns fandom out to uh, warm weather towns like LA and San Diego and uh, but yeah I had um, I just moved down to San Diego I had a buddy that was from Colorado he was a Browns fan and he was living with Doug um, who I'm going to the game with on Monday uh, Doug kind of was the center of Four or five other Browns fans moving out to San Diego and um, so I have I've like four or five really good buddies that uh, that are all Browns fans
1: so I've never gone to a game with a friend that's the fan of the opposing team what, what are you gearing up for i mean you guys are friends somebody's going to be pissed at the
2: end so doug uh, and i talked about this the other day and uh he goes dude i'm a browns fan like if the browns lose it's not this thing it doesn't it just it's fine i'm, <laughs> I'm used to it and I'm, I'm sitting there going i'm like yeah i'm me too. I'm a Niners fan. This is kind of what I'm used to lately. So except for those like wonderful three years where I had Harbaugh. It, uh, it's been a, it's been a rough 21st century. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry for the the six <laughs> Super Bowls that you've had since existence. I'll keep you in my prayers. The, um,
2: so the last game I actually went to was also uh, Niners Browns. This was eight years ago. We went for my 30th birthday. What it, happened last uh, time? Niners won.
1: No, not this time, buddy. Not this time.
2: <laughs> I think it's going to be a hell of a game. If if the Niners defensive line can get after Baker, then I think we got a shot. You guys can keep the ball in Jimmy's hands and uh, stop the run game. I think you guys got a shot. I'm scared to death of Miles Garrett. This is going to be, I think, the best Monday night game, certainly, that we've had so far. Yeah. And probably for a few weeks.
1: And it's crazy. Every time you look at the schedule, and I don't know why I look at the schedule in advance, because – games that you think you're gonna win you don't and games that you think you were supposed to get crushed occasionally you pull out the win shout out baltimore but what what (laughs) is uh most of our listeners are browns fans what's the rundown on the niners yeah i mean
2: it's it's like five first round draft picks across the d-line i mean you've got uh eric armstead DeForest buckner uh solomon thomas uh nick bosa i think d ford might I, don't, I can't remember maybe d ford's the fifth uh four forty nine 49 49er draft picks all in the first round all in the defensive one
1: it has, um how's that, joey Bosa been doing he's a buckeye or nick, uh, Boza, excuse yes, me.
2: Uh, nick, nick Bosa has been better than advertised he uh absolutely absolutely been a monster he doesn't have like the sacks to back it up but he's like in and around the quarterback all game and uh you know, the last year, the Niners actually, like, despite our record, we were leading a bunch of games in the fourth quarter. You know, the theme of the year was that they just couldn't close out games. And, yeah, after the season, John Lynch and Shanahan were just talking about, like, they just didn't, even with Buckner and Armstead, they just didn't have those, like, blue chip speed outside guys that can collapse, that, that, that push the pocket and, and collapse the pocket from the outside. So they made it a point. They went and got D. Ford and his bothersome knee, and uh, and they got Nick Bosa. And I've been nervous in the fourth quarter, and then like out of nowhere, it's like sack, sack. You know, all of a sudden we get the ball back and we can go into our four-minute offense. It's it's been it's been a lot of fun this year.
1: That's fantastic. Hopefully, not on Monday, but generally speaking, fantastic. I really have no problem with the Niners. Nick Chubb, I'm sure you saw, had a breakaway. 88 yard touchdown to open up the game it was incredible I was clenching I was so nervous the entire time yeah he was on a breakaway run but I'm just staring at the bottom of the corner looking for a flag It's like okay he's got 40 yards left no flag 20 yards left no flag he's in the end zone delayed flag delayed flag delayed flag and then it was like the fist pumping started do you guys
2: get that at all as
1: Niners fans Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's just normal shit franchise PTSD. I mean, like that's like the Red Sox went through it, the Cubs went through it, the you the Browns you just live it. Do you think like a Bills fan will ever just be comfortable? Do you think a Falcons fan is ever just going to be comfortable with a twenty-five point lead ever again? No, because every single time, every single time they're up by twenty, they're going to go oh, please, dear Jesus, don't fucking do this again. It's it's PTSD. It's like this shit lives with you, and uh, you need some kind of big thing. You need a like, Super Bowl win. LeBron, you, you need LeBron with the chase down block, and you need these big things to happen to like break those like that curse feeling. Otherwise, it just like stays with you. Yeah,
1: it's so funny you bring up LeBron. When the Cavs won the championship in 16, he had the block, iconic badass and Kyrie had the shot after the shot clock expired or after time expired I was still waiting I was looking for a flag they don't even have flags in the NBA and it took me five seconds before it hit me and I'm just like please get me to a point lord where I can be comfortable watching a team win a championship and a stress-free game but
2: uh, but I, I think you know you've got that one title now with with LeBron. You're not going to be freaking out in the finals because it's not life or death anymore. It's not like it's not like oh, this is our first title in seventy five years. It's going to be like oh, we won one like six or seven years ago. It's not that big a fucking deal, right? <laughs> um, and but because like you know, it's like go, go talk to a Boston fan if you can stand actually being in the same room with them. I you, can't. just between the Red Sox and the Patriots, and I think the I mean the Celtics have won recently. Dude, they are not sweating anything. If they're up, if they're down, who cares? Like, do you think the, do you think the Patriots actually cared about losing uh, to the Eagles? No. Because they came right back the next year, no problem. But the Falcons haven't been the same since, right? And that's because, like, you can't hurt the Patriots anymore. They're just like, oh, okay, fine. Six for us, three for you. Who gives a shit? Yeah. The Falcons, they've got that built-up fear. It's like the other shoe is going to drop at some point. And how is this going to end badly? Until you win.
1: And you're Boston, who is the most undeserving fan base? They have. There's a nine-year-old running around who's lived through like 17 championships, and it's yeah, like, they're
2: basically they're they're basically breeding the world's worst roommate. Stop
1: and then it. they have obscure accents. Yeah, I was at like Fenway right. Pack. Uh, yeah,
2: and they were all they were all there for all the big games, and uh, yeah. So um, no, but you guys will get there. You know, it's like every fan base gets their turn. You know, if if something were to happen to San Francisco, I'm listen, I'm not a two team guy, but if something were to happen to the Forty ers and they just like cease to exist, I'd have to I'd have to pick the Browns. Like Browns I've, I've super already got fan the, I've got, confirmed. I've got the buddies built in. I've got like you know I've spent enough time watching the Browns, and we always do trades together for some reason. Um, there's a lot of, like, Browns-Niners synergy, and, and uh, maybe that's why we haven't won a Super Bowl this century.
1: <laughs> yeah, it could be. Thank you, Nacho Flacco, for your time. Go Browns this Monday. May this game have no injuries to both teams, and may the Browns win. Check out Nacho Flacco on Instagram. Check out Nacho Flacco on YouTube. What other pages do you need to promote?
2: Uh, Nacho Flacco on Twitch is my new my new obsession
1: not joe flacco on twitch the new project thank you sir have yourself a fantastic rest of the week enjoy your browns victory monday and uh yeah Browns super fan not joe flacco thanks for joining us See ya. thank you not joe flacco everybody listening check him out on instagram he's funny as hell he is the man what's going on next week kevin okay. 49ers they await
0: monday night football and then possibly it has been announced as of the recording of this podcast on Monday night here, but they might flex the Seattle game to Sunday Night Football the week after. We might be coming up two double doses of prime time here. Big baby. And I just got my tickets for that and they're gonna
1: throw that curveball at me. I'm pissed.
0: Let's do it. Either way, that does it for episode 9. Thanks again for tuning in. Please don't forget to rate and follow the podcast Dogs of War on iTunes and Spotify.
1: And Stitcher and possibly Google Play.
0: Wherever you can find podcasts, give us a little (laughs) click if you don't mind. We appreciate it.
1: Unless it's a bad click. Only give us good clicks. Thank
0: you. Tune in next time. We'll do it all over again. Until then, enjoy your victory Monday. Enjoy your victory week and good night, Cleveland.